I was going to tell you. Yes. That. We're recording now. Go I'm ahead. Re- we're recording. I watched two bad movies today on Shudder. Because all Shudder is good for is they have really bad 80s movies. Yeah. And I watched I watched Vigilante starring Robert Forrester, Fred Williamson, and and uh, the great Woody Strode, who Woody Strode looks like he's like dying in this movie because it must have been his last movie. He looks so sick. And um, it's basically about it should be remade today. It's like a Death Wish, but light movie. It's like a lower budgeted Death Wish because nobody really dies. Like it takes forever for them to do anything. The movie's ninety minutes long, and the ending, like the final act with with um, with uh, Forrester getting revenge, is the last ten minutes of the movie. What's it called? Like literally the last ten minutes. Vigilante from nineteen eighty one, I think. Eighty two. Here it is. Yeah. Eighty two. Yeah, Vigilante. It's terrible. It's literally half an hour. It's 90 minutes. and It's the fastest 90 minutes you'll ever watch because essentially his wife and child get a... Like this, this, this gang goes into their house. They brutally... They blow away the child who's hiding behind a window. They shoot him with a shotgun. And then they mortally wound the wife and like cut her up and rape. They don't rape her, but they cut her up brutally. Like they cut her up, they cut her boob off or something. It's all fucked up. Jeez. And then Robert Forrester comes home and he's like, What's going on over here? And he goes, he takes them to court, and the judge dismisses the case because of some issue that happened. And he goes, What? What's going on here? What what and Robert Forrester goes crazy? He killed my kid. And the, the, the judge goes, You're out of order, you're in contempt. I'm gonna send you to two years in prison. He goes, What? And then Forrester like runs after the judge and tries to beat him up. But they take away. So Robert Forrester goes to prison. His wife's in the hospital <laughs> for two His years. Dead. I don't know if it's two years. Oh so, damn, that okay. is that is hard. I think that the most you can get is I, ninety days. <laughs> I think it's like two weeks. Yeah. But in the two week period, he literally like he goes into prison. He's in prison. He's not in jail. <laughs> he's in a prison, and he's sitting there. And Woody Strode watches him. And he goes, he come, he's uh, smoking in the, in the common, uh, common area. And this, this is what's very progressive about this movie. Six months in jail is the, the maximum, by the way. Okay, so it says he's in six months, something like that? Because I could have sworn somebody said two years. Like, There's no way. Because the wife gets out of the... By the time he gets out of prison, his wife is getting out of the hospital. So she took probably two weeks to get fixed. So maybe it's two weeks in the hospital, in the in prison. But again, it's not jail, it's fucking prison. Yeah. So it's like, what? So he's in prison. And Woody and the best part is the sisters in this movie, it's a white guy with a beard with a seven foot tall, broad black guy. So the black guy, and it's not even like you because usually in prison it's it's like they're they're separated by race. And that's not Woody Strode. This one's trans no. No, Woody Strode is just the guy that 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 saves him. Oh, okay. saves Robert Forrester from the rape in the shower. He comes and saves the day. And I was looking up Robert. Robert Forrester, uh, see, I was looking up Woody Strode. Robert Forrester naked. You'll never guess what his yeah. last movie was, actually. Oh God! Um, the Quick and the Dead. I can't imagine. Is he in, he's in that. Yeah. I'm trying to think who he is in that. He, he's movie. also in the Cotton Club, which we talked about in the last episode. Yeah. Wow. But he plays Charlie Moonlight in the Quick and the Dead. Really? Oh yeah. Shit, I don't, I don't remember that part. He must have died on the making of that movie. He had to have died. He died ninety four. So yeah, he must have died yeah. during it because it came out after he died. <clears throat> oh, it's got Steve James in there too. Is that who the seven foot black dude is? 
No, Steve James is a cop. Oh. Steve, Steve James is a random cop who gets totally fucking blown away at, in the last 10 minutes of the movie. Again, all this stuff happens. It's boring. Nothing happens for literally 90, for literally 70 minutes. And in the last 20 minutes, everything happened. Is Steve James it's in the really- Canon documentary? He's got to be. He's dead. He's dead. Oh, yeah. I didn't know when that was made. Oh, he died in 93. I didn't realize he died. He died a long time ago. Yeah, I didn't realize he died. Yeah, he died when he was like 42. It's sad. It's real sad. Yeah, 41. He died when he was like 40-something years old. Damn. Yeah, it's it's too bad. That guy was great. All right, sorry. I am distracting the hell out of you from finishing this. No, no, no. It's fine. (laughs) No, it's just just visually. We're not not on the second movie yet. Because the second movie is way worse. Um, And I'll just say it stars our favorite. um, Robert. Ronnie Howard's brother. Oh, Clint Howard. Uh, Clint Howard. Did you watch Ice Cream Clint Man? Howard. No, I watched something better. Uh, that really makes no sense, but it's hilarious because he's floating. The last 10 minutes of that movie, he's floating, and he kills people floating. It's hilarious. Uh, it's called uh, Evil Speak. It's 1981. He plays a, a, a um, military school kid who gets bullied. And the whole point of the movie is he gets kicked off the soccer team. That's like the whole plot of the film is they want him off the soccer team because he's no good. I've seen this poster before. It's awful. It makes no fucking sense. It's got a 5.6. But it's hilarious. The ending, the last 10 minutes is where everything happens because, again, this movie's the all these movies are front loaded where nothing happens for 70 minutes. Then the last 20 is when everything happens. Yeah, I think I'm seeing the ending here in the trailer. Yeah, no, it's just that's all that happens. It kills everybody in the church. No, no, no. Oh, that happens earlier. Okay. That happened earlier. That's when he gets like attacked by he's getting attacked by all the kids, and (laughs) it's it's horrible. This looks awful. There's like nobody else in this movie that like I recognize people like Richard Mole's in it, but like it's all nobody really. Richard Mole is in it. Richard Mole is in it for a total of three minutes. Yeah. Like, he's in the beginning, he cuts the girl's head off, which actually has a great transition. He's sacrificing this woman because he's, he's an evil uh, Satan priest. He cuts off a girl's head with a sword, and it transitions into a soccer ball. And it's being played <laughs> just on the field. It's brilliant. Brilliant transition. But um, you have evil speak, and it's all about a computer that's attached to hell. Here's but Richard computer- Mole looking very much like Don Swayze. That's that's like now. That's not even then. It's 2015. Oh my god, (laughs) that looks like Richard Mall. All right, sorry. Computer attached to hell. It's like he stumbles upon this underground, this weird like dungeon under the church of the military school. Don't ask. They never explain it. It's never explained at all. And some old character actor lives down there. And so he's cleaning it out for the school because it's like his job. He's kind of cleaning it out. And um, Luca Brazzi from The Godfather is in it. He plays the sh- he plays the the um, janitor slash cook in the cafeteria, which is so weird to see Luca Brazzi in a horror movie with with Clint Howard. He cooks him steak and he gives him a puppy. It's like what the fuck is this movie? It's wow! Bizarre. Just that sentence cooks it. a steak and it gives him a shutter. puppy. <laughs> and then, of course, they kill the puppy. The puppy dies. Of course, I might have to get Shutter. It's like one of the few services yeah, I don't have now. 
Shutter's like four bucks. It's yeah. nothing. It's like it has creep show. The well, show. if you get AMC, good shows. AMC Plus has a shutter built in. Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, does it? Okay. No, yeah, Shutter's worth getting. They have a bunch of just random shit movies. And sometimes they got really good documentaries. Uh, I hope they get that. Uh, there's a new uh, It documentary about the miniseries called Pennywise, where it's like a four hour documentary about oh, making God. that movie. That's way too really long, good. though. Way too long. Well, that, I know, but it, it might be. Well, shit. Uh, you ever watch the Never Sleep Again documentary? No. About Nightmare on Elm Street? That's four hours long. Is that really four hours? It's four hours. And it's really good, though. It's very good. It's in, I saw it in two parts because they split it up. So I watched it like two hours at a time. It's really good. It's very well done. <clears throat> it's a good documentary about the whole Like I never have to watch those movies because it's a whole documentary. We'll talk about Night Gallery in a minute here. Yeah, it's fine. And actually, this is like an episode. It's actually I put this on my top five. Well, let's get into it. I I really like this night gallery episode. Um, let's get into it. Sure. Let's see. Um, what do you want? Simpsons. Simpsons. Yes. Sure. Great Caesar's ghost, fucking Krusty doll. I'm Krusty the clown, and I love you very much. That town is evil, I tells you. Evil. Ordering in Wonderland, the Twilight Zone review. I'm Krusty the Clown, and I don't like you. <laughs> I'm Krusty the Clown, and I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Didn't even pull, pull the string that time. Time again for your weekly sojourn in the nether regions, where we offer you paintings hopefully proving that insomnia is much to be desired over somnolence. For a better wakeful night, than an unwelcome dawn, if you will. All of which is perhaps a slightly agonized invitation to keep your eyes open here. We offer you paintings like this one, a graphic illustration of one of the most persistent and eternally recurring nightmares shared all too commonly by all of us. That fear of being helplessly trapped in some inescapable circumstance, and with it, the hope that we can discover an exit. The title of this painting is The Other Way Out, and it poses the question, is this trip desirable? Because this is the Night Gallery. Hello, citizens. Welcome to that later bit. Episode 390 for Night Gallery 308. The other way out. Definitely one of the top five episodes of Night Gallery out there. I'm Phoenix West. Uh, I want to show the painting because he's. they zoom out here and it's a cool... Let me back up just a little bit here. Oh, fast forwarded. <laughs> Okay, there it is. They do yeah. a cool zoom. I'm going to mute it, though. But they do a cool zoom out here, and you realize how detailed this painting actually is. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool painting. And it actually makes sense with the story. It's like they read the script or yeah. what it was about beforehand. They, they actually cared. Yeah, this is essentially a Tales from the Crypt episode. That's all I could think about yes. during that whole yeah. the last half, I should say. I guess it's yeah. about half, right? Yeah. You notice how aggressive the season three music is for, for uh, Night Gallery? It really is. It, it, it got to the point where just like, fuck it, no one's watching. Make yeah. it really loud. Uh, Jesus Christ. Da -da 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 <laughs> watch it, watch it. <laughs> Don't change the channel, you son of a bitch. It's like really getting your attention. Yeah, yeah, what, 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 Jack Laird isn't going to work again after this. You know that. 
Oh, hopefully not. And change the channel like five times. Well, in those days, two times. Because that's all you got. You got, yeah. two, you got two other channels to watch. Yeah, the other channel is static. Like now. Fuck it. Ain't like it used, the antenna only gave you three channels. That was NBC, ABC, CBS. That was it. And maybe PBS. Yeah, I forgot about so PBS. That came later. That came later. Yeah. That was like, God, that had to be late 80s. Oh, well, maybe. I don't know. I'm not an expert in that, so maybe it's earlier. Yeah, I'm sure it was what earlier. What a time to be alive when all we had was antenna television. Yeah. Well, it, was, it used to be like, I mean, even though I grew up in HBO and had that, that was just in the living room. So if you were in any other room, yeah. like because you know parents oh, parents it. watching yeah. TV, you had yeah four channels. We had we had Fox by the time we were around, but yeah yeah yeah. But um yeah that was it. And the other one, the other channel there, in one of them you had to switch over to what to play any Nintendo or anything. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. miss that. Well, it, it, yeah, the living room would have the Nintendo, or usually we put it in the other room, put it in one of the bedrooms, and the VCR would be in the living room. You would have VCR anywhere else. That was like the, the center of the location of everything. We, we didn't have, you know, Blu-ray players and PS4s. And, and one in each know, room. In every room. Yeah, fuck you, children who grew up today. Yeah. You got your phone now. It's basically a television set with everything that you can possibly want. Kids will never fuck know about you, finding children. porn in the woods. It's gone. No. They will never understand. It's gone. Waiting, waiting late for the eastern feed of Cinemax to give you Emmanuel <laughs> in space. Oh my god! I did get uh, Showtime Plus or Showtime, whatever it's called, because it was part of the package oh. with uh, Paramount, I believe. Right. Yeah. And I really? was checking out the categories, and one of the, they literally have the Skinamax package on there, like essentially. Do it's they like, really? Oh yeah, oh, it's shit. like all their filthy movies, and I'm like, oh, you can just Is watch it... these now. Like the special, how this... the special feeling's gone. You can watch them at I 11 a.m. <laughs> a young upstart wants to start a career in the magazine industry. It's all these old, like, 1990s subplots that no one, they, oh, yeah. no one knows what a magazine is anymore. She wants to run the magazine. A hotshot magazine editor. The manager and the manager, who's the woman CEO, is a lesbian, and she has to, like, lure her in, and they have a seduction scene. Every and movie... I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. No, that's all. I'm getting excited here. <laughs> I didn't realize you are going to keep going lost, with a bit. I was lost in my, my outline <laughs> for my, my sex show. I know every movie in the early '90s, early to mid '90s, had the as a thriller always had the the web of deception in the in the plot type right, yeah. in the plot description, even the porno, yeah. even the softcore porn, yeah. web of deceit, the soft, so, you know, the softcore softcore porn where a man inserted his penis in her belly button. Oh yeah, she would ride essentially his ride his, his, his yeah. lowest rib. <laughs> She'd sit he right there. St- he had a stoma in her stomach, and he was fucking her stoma. That was not her vagina. Or her butthole. <laughs> no. Unless he had just a, no. a, a ridiculous hog. And she was up that high just so she didn't get her internal organs pierced. I, I have no explanation. Now, I, did, I, I think I heard somewhere that those movies would shoot two different sequences. They would do one that was the, the softcore and one was hardcore. So they would actually do a hardcore version of that movie, but it wouldn't be released hardcore on cable. You hear that, but you would see some proof by now. I'm sure that exists. I'm sure they're out there. I've tried to happen a few times, but I don't think that was standard practice. It was way cheaper back then to just, eh, we're done. Fake it. Fake yeah. it. Yeah. Fuck it. Ride his belly button. Okay, we're on, on to the next one. Come on, Gloria. Let's go. So I will say, the other way out, I could not focus on the first first part. It wasn't the episode's fault. I'll say that. But I'm like watching it. I'm like, 
so the the beginning here, um, I'm going to rely on you because I was watching it and like I kept getting called out of the room and I'm like, what is happening? There's a woman because he has a newspaper and it's like woman go go dancer mysteriously slain is what it says. Yeah, and he that, freaks that's out. The setup. Yeah, and that's that's, uh, that's the that's the setup of the episode. And it because ha- you just set up the fact he's a boring businessman. Yeah, he's got a hot secretary that brings in some flowers for something, and he's just like, yeah. And he looks at the papers. Oh, the white this go go dancer was slain. No, you know, no one knows who did it. And he's like, oh. And then he gets like, um, I think he gets, he goes to lunch, and in his coat pocket is a letter. That tells him to open up his glove compartment in his car for instructions. I missed all that. It basically, okay. it basically, yeah, it's because it, he, he says, Oh, sir, you forgot your coat. They're coming out of the restaurant. He goes, oh, thank you, Porter Boy. He, he sees that there's a note in there. He pulls it out and it says, To his name. And he, it says, like, he opens it and he says, Open up your, tr- your glove compartment for more information. Don't tell anyone. So he goes to his car and they're inside the glove compartment. He's like, A map. And all this stuff about where to go, and they basically say, you know, basically in the in the thing is we know what you did. Give us ten thousand dollars at this address, blah blah blah. Okay. You See, better I, get here at this time. I put all that together later because he basically yeah. says it. So I, I was like, oh, okay, now yeah, I know what yeah. happened. But it, That's when, when it was happening, I did, all I saw was him read the newspaper, like freak, like oh, I'll go, I'll, I'll call you if I need you. And then he's yeah. driving like a lunatic, and he gets pulled over, yeah. and he's. The cop, and it's like awkward as shit. Like the 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 blob when they in the beginning of the original, yeah, when they yeah, get pulled yeah, over, and yeah. I'm like, this is awkward. He's like, I gotta be somewhere, uh, and he leaves, and he's swerving all over and crashes the car. I was like, what the fuck is happening? And that's why I started really wife. paying attention. His wife, his wife tracked him down too. Remember, and she goes, I nope. want to take your car because I need to use it. Nope. And he goes, my car's in the shop. He goes, I can't give it to you right now. Fucking take a cab. <laughs> like he yells at her and drives away. It's hilarious. No, I missed I all go that. To, I, gotta go to, I gotta go to Malibu. Leave me alone. Is this her right here? That's the man. That that's not his wife. That that that's the uh, that's the uh, uh, the the, the porter boy. The cars. What, uh, what's it called? Is this his wife? There she is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I missed all of this. I I yeah, okay. I need to rewatch the beginning. Yeah. I didn't realize how much goes. I missed till right now. She goes, the car is still in the garage. I had to find you to get your car. He goes, what? what? Why? She goes, well, I want to take your car. Well, I can't let you have it. I have to go. I have to go to Malibu for business. So just take a cab or something. Leave me alone. <laughs> He's just pissed off. It's hilarious. He's great in the episode. His, his freak out. Yes, he is. It, he doesn't really go over the top like I would expect. Yeah. But then the rest of the episode is he he hits a pole, and then he goes inside this. Uh, it reminded me of the shack from. Um, one of the MST3K movies. Which one was that? Was that the uh, Legend of Boggy Creek? Oh, God. With that guy inside. Talks... Oh, no, it was a oh, that was, that was final, just, uh, uh, final sacrifice. Final sacrifice. Yeah, that guy. Remind yeah, me of that. <laughs> but it was also that big fat dude from uh, from Werewolf. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, it was, but it's Burl Ives. Um, and he's... <laughs> It's he's basically like I I need a car like I crashed my car and he's like trying to use a phone he's like yeah it's because I hit the pole I'm like why are you trying to whatever okay and he he's like I got a tractor and he's like all right well can I borrow that <laughs> and he's like well, you gotta ask Sonny yeah he's setting up the Sonny character Sonny's gonna be here gotta wait for Sonny it's my grandson's car Sonny I can't speak for him 
Apparently he owns a tractor or a car. He owns a car or the house, the deed of the house. <laughs> his, and his sister was a murdered was a murdered go-go dancer. Yeah, mysteriously slain by this guy. And I wrote down a what is this? Oh, there's a there's a weird photo scene where he's looking around and he finds all these pictures of yeah. the woman and he's like pulls one out of his pocket and was that the one that was in his envelope? I think so. Okay, because he I was like, why does he have that? Yeah. I must. I was like, yeah. I probably missed it in the beginning because at this point I knew I missed a bunch, but I couldn't rewatch it. I didn't have time. Yeah, that that, that was a cool setup. It's yeah. like he's, there's a bunch of pictures in the room with heads chopped out in the circles. He's got a circle picture of this girl's head, and he's taking all and he fits one. And it's the girl. She's hot. This girl the answer was hot, and he brutally murdered her for some reason because she wanted money. She tried. She just going to call his wife or something. He goes, I stopped her. I, she tries to tell my wife. Ah. And then uh, Burl Ives pulls a gun on him. And he goes like, I knew you, you were the one. We we had, a, he goes, in her journal, she had a list of eight names. Yes. Yeah. And you were one of them. He's you like, the only one that replied. Yeah, he said, he said they sent out eight letters and it was just whoever's name was there. And he's like, you're the one that showed up. So I, yeah. he's like, oh, he realized he could have avoided all this. <laughs> like, yeah, that's the best part. I the whole movie, the Son whole episode is just this guy causing his own demise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty great. It's pretty great. Yeah, that's why it feels very yeah. Tales from the Cryptish. It's about yeah, especially the ending because it's dark as shit. Yeah, it's really got. Yeah, like I said, this is this is top five Nightcrawler material. Yeah, but um, it has the same ending though as uh, the Leslie Nielsen one. It's got the same the same vibe almost though. It almost could be the same episode in a way. Yeah, they should have made this instead of that one though. Even though that one's good. Well, it's kind of, they're very similar because it's about revenge. It's about a house. It's about basically taking yourself out. And very yeah, similar. that one ends like this. <laughs> ne- that never gets old. And this one, this the the moment uh, Burl Ives grabs the gun, he grabs yeah. his, his handgun and takes out the clip and throws it out the window. And you see a very slow insert shot of the bullet going into the guy's pocket. I'm like, there's the yeah. other way out. I get it. They yeah, they yeah, spent yeah, a yeah. little too much time on that shot that it ruined it for me. Yeah. So I was yeah. just waiting for it. But I did enjoy this guy causing his own demise because he was freaked out about this sunny guy because <laughs> Burl Ives kept talking him up like. Oh, those dogs are mean, but they're nothing compared to Sonny. They're downright friendly compared to Sonny. <laughs> Keep saying all this horrible shit about Sonny. And then he's just taunting him the whole time. Because he runs outside, and he gets attacked by the dogs and runs back in. He's like, fuck this. He gets his gun. He gets yeah, he got his gun, but he shoots them all, he except for a couple bullets. He shoots them Which is stupid. He should have known better. That was his That's Again, this is all his own fault. Yes. His own demise. And then he, instead of just leaving, he goes back into the house... Well, he can't leave. Because His car's crashed, point, and the dogs are out there. He could have ran. He could have, ran. He could have beaten him with a. He had a baseball bag. He just kept the yeah. bat and just would hit him. But it was three dogs. He probably. Yeah, I mean, it's not hard to do. No, there's more than three. There's like six or seven dogs. Oh, I only saw three when it's chicken. But there was a lot of them. Yeah, there's more than a few. Did Siri but, think um, you're talking to her? Did Siri come alive? I heard. I heard Siri noises over there. Oh no! It wasn't me. Oh. Bing blong boom. But, uh, but uh, he goes back and yeah. and then Burl Ives is just yelling through. He, he's literally he, this guy causes his own demise the entire time because Burl Ives is literally sitting there playing a guitar. He's like playing like he's having fun. He's just fucking around with it, and he's just like, 
oh, I wouldn't go in there. Oh, oh there's another way out, though. And he's just fucking, like, screaming stuff about Sonny, how bad Sonny. Sonny's going to get here soon. You better, uh, you better. Sonny's on his way. <laughs> he's just fucking with him through the, these, this small little place. Well, he, he's in the crawl space now because he finds a secret passage <laughs> yeah. in between the walls. And so, like an idiot, he goes into the walls, and then he, he finds this. He keeps, and he's got, oh, the best part is he's got one more bullet in the chamber and he finds a mirror and he shoots yeah. the mirror. And he's so freaked out. So he's, he goes, oh, Burleson goes, oh, you're out of bullets now, son. That's not good. Son is going to have his way with you. <laughs> yeah. Son is going to make you squeal like a pig. He's going to put his finger in your tank. Oh, he's going to. Just like Brendan Fraser. <laughs> you hear that story, boy? That uh, Brandon Fraser was sexually assaulted by the head of the Hollywood Foreign Press. No. He shoved his finger in his tank, and that's what scared him off for a while. So his career kind of faltered because he didn't know who to tell, and he felt like traumatized by it. It was kind of funny. That's kind of funny for you? Yeah. Sexual assault is hilarious. Sexual assault and human beings' misery is hilarious. Yeah. Speaking of, let's talk about this episode because that's all this is about. It's almost over now. Uh, and he finds that he, well, here's, yeah, again, like you said, he, he basically kills himself yeah. because he keeps going deeper into the house. <clears throat> so there's like a, there's a false door on the ground, on, on the floor. He lifts it up. He goes, Ooh, he climbs down this rope bridge, this rope, uh, um, rope, rope ladder. ladder. Yeah. And it breaks, it's broken, it's cut. So he falls down, he breaks his leg, basically hitting the ground. And he goes, Oh, and then Burl Ives and Sonny. He was well, like an eight-year-old redheaded boy. But I love the sound effects. It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Sonny's home. Yeah. Like someone's off off screen, just making these noises. Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. sound effects like crazy. Sonny's home. Sonny ends up being a Bill Mummy lookalike. I was thinking Clint Howard. Eight years old, a little bit. Um, because he is. And it, the best part though is when Burl Ives goes, "Well, I'm probably gonna take Sonny to Disneyland." I promise to take him to Disneyland. They may be a little <laughs> saltwater fishing. Yes, yeah, saltwater fishing. There Here's he Sonny. That's scary. He does look evil as oh, shit, though. Yeah. He looks like he can move he stuff with his mind. See, I thought the guy, uh, the guy, should use that oil lantern to burn down the house. That's kind of what I was thinking, but I also was like, yeah. the point of this is here he is. He's trapped. It looks like oh, a. Yeah. It looks like he's below a ship when he's down there. It's got like the yeah, hole. Yeah, yeah. It's weird, but it's like this pit, and they. This isn't their house either. I think, or is oh, it? Okay. Well, I think, he says he says at the end, "We'll be back in a month to check on you." Yeah. <laughs> Which, oh, don't bother. Yeah, you're dead. <laughs> what am I gonna do in a like for a month? Eat the rats. There's got to be a way, though. At, yeah, I mean, out of that house at the bottom. There would be if his so leg wasn't gotta... broken. Well, that's the thing. He's going to have to mend it. No, this guy's going to give up. Rightfully so. It's going to be like uh, it's going to be like uh, uh, Riddick on the planet when he breaks his leg and he re- he fixes his leg. I've seen Riddick. Yeah, Riddick tried and he succeeded. Well, yeah, Vin Diesel won't accept any sort of pain. <laughs> He won't I healed up my muscles. Okay. Family. Family takes care of me. Oh, no. But I love he, the the guy starts screaming like, you said there's another way out. You lied to me. He's like, I didn't lie. 
Here's that other way yeah. out. Throws the yeah, bullet. Throws the bullet out of him. There you go. Then it ends. How far it after they the left, time wise, because he shuts the thing and they leave. How long do you think this guy made it before he just shot himself? I'm gonna guess like a couple hours. Uh I think yeah, I give him a couple hours because he'd probably be crawling around for a bit. Yeah, but then it, the thing would be, what if he didn't take the bullet and he loses the bullet and he's looking for it for the next like four days? No, no, okay, wait a bullet. Then you're stuck with even a worse idea of bashing your head against the rocks down there. Uh, ah. Yeah. I just pull a uh, Uma, Uma Thurman and kill Bill too, and just hit the floorboard. <laughs> if they weren't, you know, twelve feet up in the air, you could. Well, that's the problem. Yeah. There's got to be a way to the found. It's got to be a a slope that takes you to the foundation, or takes you to the the top of the house, or where the house starts. I mean, you can't be fifty feet of nothing and then the house. Well, it appears to be a pit and then a house on top of it. I don't know how it, yeah, the house is staying like. there. There's no there's yeah. no support beams. There's no. No, what's the thing? Yeah, it's the suspension of disbelief. Yeah, because that's a massive hole. Yeah, it is. Unless it was like on the back end, and that hole is like off mostly behind it. He fell into the Rancor pit from Return of the Jedi. It's that big. Well, apparently that's not that deadly because you just get out of it. Yeah. Because Luke gets out of the Rancor pit, and then uh, well, he gets to a cage that's got a lock on. The cage is closed. Yeah. He's trapped, but he uses his. He throws a skull at the switch, and it kills the rancor. So. Yeah. Oh, I, I remember what happens. <laughs> that always made me sad. Yeah. As a kid, I always felt bad for the guy crying. What about Boba Fett? Yeah, where the guy where Boba Fett gets a gets a rancor. Oh, that was great. I thought it was hilarious. And then I thought that was funny. He shows up Teach way me. later and saves him. He, yeah, well, you knew that was gonna. It was called Chekhov's Rancor. It's gonna come back. <laughs> you know, they set you set up a Rancor writing. It's gonna come back in the last episode. That's total setup. It's all that was from day one. The actor from this episode is in a show. Two episodes of a show called Quark. Ooh. I must know what this show is, and I need to watch it. I think this was on Sci-Fi Channel once upon a time. I, it looks familiar. The Misadventures of an Outer Space Garbage Collector and His Crew, created by Buck Henry. Wow. It's, it was around oh, wow, for a year. Half is, what year? 77-78. Looks like just one oh, season. Oh, it was made in the Star, Star Wars Mania. That's oh, yeah. Seven episodes. I wonder wow. if it's on YouTube. I need to watch this show because it looks insane. Like, look at these pictures. It's amazing this isn't a Roger Corman movie. They probably utilize the sets of Roger Crowe movies. That's got this guy who's in like some. Can I, can I keep the sets for my films? Oh, look at this. Come on. I recycle my sets. Yeah, right there. That's the best one. Quark! It's like the most 70s thing ever. I need to see this. Uh. Yeah, it's really sad. Like when I was watching these 80s movies and they have these actresses that show up in them just to get their shirt off. And they always get naked, and you Happy. you look for them because like they look familiar, and they're never in anything ever again because like they were in five they have five credits in their name. Oh yeah, and they just disappear off the face of the earth. Oh, here's our actor. This this is him. Hey, all right. Yeah, so I was on his IMDb page earlier. If you go right to him, it's one of the first pictures. 
Is, is him in the, this episode? <laughs> he looks like Cheech Marin. Ha! <laughs> a little bit. Oh, my God. I need to see this show. I'm going to save that up so I can find it. Ross Martin does great in this. It's got Oh, it's got a slee stack in the episode in Quark. That's a slee stack suit. There you go. From, um... Why am I blanking on the name of it? Holy shit. Land of the Lost. I know. Oh, there you go. Yeah. All right. Had to reuse that shit. Great, great episode. Yeah, I'd say definitely top five at that guy episode for me. This is this was a really good one. I was shocked. I was like, wow, this is really good. Great setup and payoff. And yeah, it was like a Twilight, it was like a Tales of the Crypt episode. Yeah, it was. Tales from the Crypt episodes are best when they're simple, revenge-oriented, and yeah. just brutal. But I don't want—I don't need like violence. Like, there's no violence in this episode. It's just no. uh, he—he he fucks himself, which is a classic Tales from the Crypt thing. It's mo- like yeah. fucking yourself over. Um, I don't recommend fucking yourself over because that would be uh, <laughs> immoral. I. I gave this episode an eight. I will agree, eight as well. Yeah, solid episode. Our next episodes next week, or you know, whatever the time, time frames all fucked up. But on nine twenty three, twenty twenty two, we're doing two twenty nineteen Redux. So save your Paramount Plus access. Uh, we're doing the Wonderkins, oh, yeah, yeah. which is the Trump episode, and then we're doing the Comedian, uh, which is a good episode. Uh, okay. Yeah, I know. Uh, the Wonderkin is is just just bad. Uh, I don't even remember what it's about at this point. Just it's uh, Jake, Jacob Tremblay becomes president, and it's got the guy from uh, Harold and Kumar. Yeah, yeah, and uh, something happens in it. I guess we'll find out next week. I can't wait. I'm gonna watch them in black and white. Uh, you go ahead and watch them in color. So okay. We get the. <laughs> you fine. haven't earned black and white yet. <laughs> Apparently not. Okay, I never will. <laughs> I refuse to watch these again. No, uh, comedian I've Except seen for, two or three times now. I like it. I might watch. I might watch that woman episode again though, just because it's so funny. You should watch that one in black and hey, white. Bit, you stuffy bitch. I I go to work with you. What about you drink? You, you look at me, you smiled. You fucking stuffy bitch. Say what you want, but um, what's his name from Mad TV? Why am I blanking on people's names tonight? Uh, Ike Barinholtz is fucking awesome in that episode. Oh, he is. Oh, absolutely. He's, he's great. He's funny. Yeah. He knows what he knows he's what they're cool. doing, and he just go. He's yeah. just along for the ride, and he he saves that episode. Because <clears throat> otherwise, without his character in there, I would really despise that episode. Yeah, yeah. I made you a cake. Yeah. <laughs> he's grabbing that knife. Hey, babe, and he, I made you a cake. And he, he slowly and he beats what? that guy with that uh, the the guy in the motorcycle that starts killing him. He beats him to death. <laughs> yeah. It's great. It's great. I did it for you, babe. He's great. His Aren't scenes are great. Other than that, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, let's get out of here. Until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. I'm Dick Dick in second box. So long, citizens. <laughs>